This is a Berean Family Devotional. For more information about Berean Baptist Church, visit bereanfamily.com. Let's get started. Just to give you an update about Berean, um, as of yesterday, per the governor's orders, we did separate and uh, social distancing. Most people are working from home. We have a few people in the office, but um, they are practicing social distancing as well. You can call the office if you need something, if you have concerns, or if you know of someone who may need something, you can call the office between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday to Friday. And so uh, feel free, Darlene will be there, or Sonia, to answer the phone, and we'll try to direct you to someone to help. We had our first um, all-staff meeting yesterday over Zoom, and um, it was Sonia's birthday, so if you missed that, check out, uh, I think it's on the Berean Facebook page, but on mine as well, uh, check out that video of us singing happy birthday. It was it was quite a challenge. Um, it, it's a little hard to tell in the video, but you're hearing people late, and there's a lag, and it was pretty funny, but wish Sonia happy birthday, um, but also watch that video out. It, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, if you need anything, or if you know if someone needs something, comment below, message Berean, uh, send an email to info at Keep checking back on the website. We'll be going live again Sunday morning. I hope you join us for the service then. Um, you know, uh, Kelly's been doing a great job. If you have kids, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, she's releasing videos with challenges, and she's mailing the kids' prizes. So if you know somebody, maybe that's a great place to introduce them to Berean. Say, hey, I know this uh, webpage, Berean Kids, that they're releasing on Facebook videos, and you can get on there and and maybe win some prizes. And so they're doing a great job with that. Ashley has released some women's ministry um, videos as well, and those will be on probably on Tuesday, Thursday. So be looking for those kind of directed towards women, um, devotional times. And if you haven't already checked out The Outbreak with Matt and I for the student ministry, check that out. That's on the Surge page, Surge YouTube channel as well. So, uh, but yeah, if you haven't gotten your Bible yet, grab that and uh, turn to Psalm 42. That's where we're going to be kind of tonight. We're taking a break from Joshua. And let me just pray. Uh, let me just pray before we jump into the word. Lord, uh, these are strange times. Um, it feels strange even for me to be talking to um, a tablet, but knowing that all these people are watching. And God, I just pray that you would guide your church in this time, that you would direct us to be who you want us to be. Lord, may we um, keep at the top of our priority list to be ambassadors for you in the midst of this time. It's so easy to withdraw unto ourselves and our families. And God, would we still find ways to represent you in this time? God, I thank you that you are near to us in our times of need. And I thank you for a heightened awareness of our need for you in the midst of this. Lord, a lot of the world lives in this kind of thing all the time where they don't know if they will have a tomorrow. And so God, uh, may we be thankful for a reminder of the shortness of life, the fragility of life, and may we just lean into you. And Lord, as we look at your word now, would we be encouraged in Jesus' name? Amen. I know a lot of you are going through different things right now. And um, again, if, you, if you're feeling anything, if there's any struggle you have, put it in the comments. We might even stop and, and pray for you right now. Or if I don't see it, um, please just be praying where you are as you watch. Um, but we're going to talk um, tonight about this idea of hope and how do we find hope in the midst of um, what I see as a lot of despair, maybe sadness, worry, anxiousness. And as I'm sharing from Psalm 42, I want you to think, or what are some things that have helped you choose hope over fear uh, in this last week or so? 
I know all of us have had moments of fear or stress. We see those numbers of coronavirus cases in Ohio or whatever state you're in or city rise, and it's easy to be fearful, to be stressed, to worry for your family or those you love. Um, so as you're thinking through that, feel free to comment below, what are some things that you've clung to that have really given you hope? And I think that'll encourage other people who are watching. Um, and I might read through some of those at the end. Um, but we're going to talk about how to find hope and look at Psalm 42 um, as is a passage that came to mind as I was thinking about this. I'm just going to read the whole chapter. It's only 11 verses, and then we'll go from there. So Psalm 42, it says this, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. It says, my soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Deep calls the deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And as I thought of that verse that came to mind that led me to Psalm 42, why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And I just remember a song I sang as a kid, you know, why so downcast, oh, my soul, put your hope in God. And I thought, what is our hope in this time? And it's really when we talked in staff meeting yesterday, just how it's the rubber meets the road in times like this. What is our hope really in? Um, what are we looking to to find fulfillment, satisfaction, peace, security, all these things we look for? And I think a lot of us are feeling different things like anxiousness or worry. Um, maybe I know some of the people in our community and our family ha- have lost their jobs or been asked to go on leave unpaid and, and they don't know what, what's going to happen tomorrow. They, they legitimately don't know if they'll be able to provide for their family. And we feel that, that stress, that anxiety. Maybe a lot of um, your joy is found in relationships and you're feeling really isolated right now. And so in the midst of that isolation, it's easy to feel downcast, um, depressed, lonely. Um, and so the psalmist says here, why so downcast my soul? He basically has a conversation with himself. And he says, put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. And, and the first thing I see that uh, ways we can practically put our hope in God from this passage is in verse four, it says, these things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise. You ever feel like that too right now? It's like, you know, I remember how I used to go to church and worship and celebrate. I used to be connected to uh, the family of God and find such joy in it, but now I'm not. And But he's remembering that joy. And in those midst of those valleys, it's important for us to remember the mountaintops when we're sometimes doubting God's faithfulness and his goodness. 
It's important to look back and remember those times where God proved himself to be faithful. You know, I've done that like many times in my life. And I don't know if you knew this, but my dad was a pastor and uh, God provided in miraculous ways over and over and over again for my family. And it was just, um, it was just amazing. And I remember even into my college years and early 20s, as I started my own family, I looked back and said, God, you provided for me. Um, even my whole family, even when we didn't know where our next meal or our next mortgage payment would come from, God, you miraculously provided. We need to remember God's goodness when the going gets tough. God is still good in the midst of the coronavirus. God is still good. Um, it sounds like Lacey said that being in nature and taking hikes has helped her give her hope and calmness. Yeah, we can, we can see God's goodness all around us. You know, it's no coincidence that you and I, thankfully, and we should thank God for this, are experiencing this outbreak in one of the, the best countries, civilizations in the history of the world. You know, the, the death toll of this virus were it 100 years ago would be astronomically higher. But thank God that we live in a society with the healthcare we do, um, the communication systems that we do. And so find joy. Remember God's goodness when the going gets tough. The next thing I see is that David or the psalmist, it's not David in, in this psalm. The psalmist is real with God. And in the midst of your despair, maybe you're going through a really hard time right now. Maybe someone you know is ill or sick, or maybe you have um, someone on the front lines who's working a lot and there's greater demand on them right now. And you're frustrated about that. And you're frustrated with God that this is happening to you, or you're stuck at home with all your kids and you're going crazy and you're like, you're frustrated. Don't be afraid to be honest with God. There's Example after example of us just being, of people being honest with God in scripture. And I encourage you to do that. Don't be afraid to cry out to God. He, he, he even almost blames God for being responsible. He says, you're the one who've caused these waves to break over me in verse seven. And then he says uh, in verse nine, why have you forgotten me? And he says uh, in verse 10, my bones suffer mortal agony. And so he, he's being honest with God. This is how I feel. But he constantly refocuses his mind on finding hope. Yeah, that's right, Kelly. Looking for positives in every day and, and finding, hey, you know what? Even though in the midst of this, of this, I might be suffering, God is still there. God is still real. God is still faithful. Um, but you can be honest with God. Don't be afraid to be real with him. I love how he goes here in verse eight. He says, by day, the Lord directs his love at night. His song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Um, there's nothing, um, it says in the New Testament, that perfect love casts out fear. And I think there's nothing maybe more powerful than us meditating on the love and really all the character qualities of God in the midst of struggle. God is still faithful today. God is faithful no matter what we go through. No matter how hard it gets, um, no matter how worse this gets, we don't know. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And maybe it'll all resolve. Maybe it's been way overblown. We don't know. But God is faithful despite. We don't have to worry. We don't have to be stressed because God does not change. Our circumstances may change, but God does not change. And the psalmist here says, the Lord loves me. He directs his love to me every night. And he focuses his attention on God's love for him. You know, that's one thing, especially the greatest expression of God's love for us is Christ and the fact that he died for us on the cross and has secured us eternity, a living hope forever. And so God has already demonstrated his love for us and we already are doing better than we ever could deserve if we're in a right relationship with God through Jesus. And so we can lean into what God is doing, even in the hard things, knowing that God's working things together for our good. And like Dan always says, and for his glory, right? 
So we want to remember his love. The word for love here is that hesed, that Hebrew word for steadfast love. There's no real English word that can encapsulate everything about this love that God has for us. It's a loving kindness. It's a love that acts, that unconditionally demonstrates favor that we don't deserve. And sometimes it's easy to forget God's love for us in the midst of our suffering. And yet God's hesed, his his unconditional love never fails. It never fails. It's still towards us. And we need to see, hey, God, what are you doing in the midst of this trial, this difficulty to demonstrate your love? And how can I demonstrate that love to others? The last thing I see, you know, he turns back to this phrase that he says twice is, why my soul are you so downcast? Why is so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God for I will yet praise him. He turns his heart to praise. He turns his heart to praise. I know my response when I feel like things aren't good, I don't want to praise. I've been in those worship services, you know, where I'm like supposed to be worshiping and I'm just there. I'm either faking it or I'm just like, I don't want to sing right now. But the psalmist here realizes that I need to praise no matter how I feel. I need to praise no matter where I am. You see, hope is something that we hold on to in the midst of darkness. It's easy to have hope when it's light. But when we don't see, that's when hope really comes through. And one way, I think, to lead our hearts to hope so that we don't despair is to praise. And I encourage you, in your home, are you, praying, are you playing worship music? In your, in your car, are you, are you watching worship videos? One negative thing about this social isolation is we can't be together to encourage one another and sing together. Um, and that's going to be, I think, that the action point in a minute. I'm going to challenge you to go and I have a video of um, someone singing in Christ alone. And I want you to go and watch that as a family. And just remember that our hope is in Christ alone and nothing else, not our circumstances. And choose to praise, lead your heart to praise in this time. You know, I think um, there's a lot of reasons right now we could be downcast. But I think what God is calling all of us to do is in the midst of the storm is to remember his goodness. In the valley, remember the mountains. In the midst of despair, just be real with God. Maybe this is about you entering into a right relationship with God and talking with him about what you're going through. Maybe he wants to just get our attention in this. Remember his love and his character for us and then praise him in the midst of the storm. I think that's what God, God wants us to do. Um, yeah, I agree. This series on, on the I am statements, Brenda, um, Christ is enough. And we, need, we all need to hear that right now. And we're being tested. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we shouldn't have asked for God to teach us uh, to show his sufficiency. We're really being tested there in that way. Yeah, I agree, Kelly. God can really bring us a, a peace that passes all understanding. You know, one thing I wrote down, too, is that if we don't have hope in this time, we're going to struggle to give hope. If we don't have hope, we're going to struggle to give hope. And I think if we can demonstrate that peace to those around us in the world, what an opportunity to be a witness for Christ. You know, if we're turning our aside our attention from ourselves to those around us, maybe our neighbors who've never talked to, what an opportunity to, to just from a distance, hey, do you need anything? Can I help you in any way? Maybe it's, what's your name again? Is everything okay? What an opportunity. We all have something in common right now. We're all going through things. We've even had some stories coming into the church of just different people who've used and leveraged this time to be a witness for Christ. And so I agree, Brenda, we're seeing God working in wonderful ways, even when we don't see it. Yeah, I agree. It's been nice to be outside and see the beauty of God. 
let's see. Um, yeah, agreeing with Lacey. Outside is awesome. Hey, Bill, Jamie. Hey, Devaney family. What about you guys? What are some ways that you um, have found joy in the midst of um, just the last few weeks? Or what, what have you clung to? What promises of God have you clung to to find hope in the midst of what for some people is a really um, desperate time, a really dark time? You want to see your little guys? You want to see our little guys? Uh, well, right now they're outside running around, Elizabeth. So I wasn't going to test this. You know, Dan's boys have done a great job, and I didn't want um, his kids to show up mine. So my seven-year-old, four-year-old, two-year-old are really enjoying the outside right now. Andrew wanted to be on. I said, hey, next time. So we'll get Andrew on next time. Um, Aubrey's saying, I'm, I'm so bad at the what-ifs. I need to get better at combating the lies with God's truths. Yeah, that's good. Um, remembering God's promises, His faithfulness. Yeah, going to the rock of your salvation. You know, some of us have maybe a little bit more time in our schedules now. I know it's been nice for Sarah and I not to feel like we're rushing out of the house to get Andrew to school in the morning. And so we can actually linger in the word a little bit more and in prayer. Um, we can actually have time together as a family and not feel like we're constantly rushing from one thing to the next. And so, yeah, choosing to, to go to God in this time. Yeah. Yeah, trusting that God's in control, Judy. That's good. Um, yeah, Becky, that's good. Pray. We'll continue. Be praying for all the health care workers. I know it's, some things are getting crazy out there. That's um, Bob Wortman. That sounds like a really good song. Check out that one in the comments. Yeah, thank you guys for joining. Um, in the description link, and what I'm going to do is, um, if I can, I'm going to put it right here in the comments if you're you're watching. Oh, it's not letting me. In the description of this video, and I'll post it just in a second um, on the Berean Facebook page, there is a video by Lauren Daigle singing In Christ Alone. And what I would just encourage you to do right now um, in the midst of maybe this time as a family, um, together with those you're with or by yourself, is just listen to In Christ Alone and, and choose to lead your heart towards hope and, um, and away from despair away from anxiousness, away from worry. Um, and let me just finish up here by reading again this verse that the psalmist repeats. Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. All right, let's just continue to pray for one another and be there for each other. And remember, like Jeff just said, that he never leaves us or forsakes us. Thanks, Dan, for dropping that link right there. Hey, click on that YouTube link. Go uh, just watch that song together on YouTube and, and either sing along or just prayerfully just remember and lead your heart towards hope that Christ is our hope. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. So good seeing you guys.